I can't read it. There's no there's no words on it. There's no words there to play us out. What does that mean? To play us out. I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean? I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Have you ever felt? Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yup, yes sir. Yes ma'am. Thanks for joining me. Welcome back to the They Gave Us a Podcast. Podcast. Today is Friday, May 19th, 2017. It's been a few weeks. I'm back in action. Sorry, guys. I took a little hiatus. Um, if you listen to my previous episodes, you should be used to me taking uh, <laughs> a brief hiatus here and there. Um, just taking care of my one-year-old, man. One-year-old, jeez. Taking care of my uh, one-month-old. He's seven seven weeks now. Um, I think it's just necessary to, to keep track of uh, his age by weeks for the moment. It's not like when he gets like to be two years old, I'm going to be like, he's 140 weeks, <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, and that, I just like to use, you know, you, it should be appropriate to use weeks until he hits like maybe, uh, maybe like three months. And then after that, you just start using a month. Um, but yeah, I've been taking care of his ass, being a daddy, being a parent is super hard. Almost forgot how hard it is, uh, but that's why I uh, kind of uh, fell off for a little bit. But I'm back. Don't worry. I missed you guys. I hope you miss me. I'm not canceling the podcast. I'm still here. Just life gets in the way sometimes. No matter how much you love doing this, <clears throat> it's so convenient to do it that uh, sometimes things you got going on outside of it get in the way. No fear. No fear. Uh yeah, man. Being a being a parent is uh it's harder than I, I thought. I mean, I I am a parent obviously. I, I do have a five year old daughter, but you forget how to be a parent. It's like riding a bike. You know, they I think that old saying is once you learn how to ride a bike, you never forget. Um not for me. <laughs> not for me. Uh it is tough, man. It's tough to get through his crying and everything. Um, it's just bouts of fussiness and I, I try to talk to him like he's a grown up, like he's a grown ass dude, but I still got to realize that he's seven weeks and he's got a shit ton of growing to do. Um, but it's rough on another note. I, uh, begrudgingly, is that, is that a word? Begrudgingly? Um, well, whatever that word is, I. I I proposed to my girlfriend. So, round of applause, claps, claps. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Please leave tips. Uh, yeah, I engaged to I I engaged to her. I proposed to her the other day. Um and I I like to think of myself as a creative dude, like artsy, uh, you know, figuring shit out and and figuring out different ways to do things and and clever ways to do things. I like to think of myself as that. I don't think I'm that. 
after uh, a lot of the shit I try to do. Because <laughs> when she when she has a, like a birthday or um or it's our anniversary or it's like a special occasion like Mother's Day, I'm lazy as fuck. So sometimes I don't want to put in the work. But above everything else, I'm cheap. Like I'm frugal. So I hate to spend money. <laughs> Especially if it's not on me. If it's on somebody else, uh, I hate to spend money unless it's a necessity. So uh, I always try to come up with clever ways to, like like presents, like, you know, like making a clever pop-up card or, uh, you know, cooking a clever dinner or some shit like that. I always try to do things like that. So I was trying to find ways to propose to her. And, uh, guys, you should never do this. Never propose to who, whoever, whomever you're with. Just stay in a, stay in a dating relationship. Forget the, the commitment of marriage. <laughs> Although things haven't changed much, uh, <laughs> after the, uh, announcement, uh, the, the engagement, I don't know. I don't want to, I, I don't regret doing it. I just know what lies ahead. It's like that journey of just endless, endless marriage torture. <laughs> I'm an optimist, as you can see. I'm an optimist. Um, duh. I uh, <laughs> I got off track. What I what I what I did was I didn't want it to be anything fancy or anything. You know, oh let's go to dinner and dress up nice, and then you know as we walk out of the mall i'll have a flash mob propose to you none of that shit like that that's for hipsters uh definitely out of my league and i don't have the money to pay people to do that so we just went to like our favorite pizza place uh we, we both got a pizza uh pizza pie uh cuz we're fat fucks and i took it to get ice cream we went to our favorite ice cream spot uh got ice cream i got like a shake which she doesn't consider milkshakes to be ice cream. That's a different topic for a different episode. Came home and um, proposed to her. But the thing is, I couldn't make it as memorable, or maybe it was memorable, but I couldn't make it as romantic as I wanted to because, one, I'm not romantic, and two, our son was about to wake up from his sleep, from his nap, from his slumber. (laughs) So... I had to like I had to like speed it up. I took a video of it and uh it's so funny. I had to speed up the the uh the proposal and so what I'm trying to say basically is she said yes. Uh so I am engaged. That's awesome. And besides taking care of my son, life's been man, it's been it's been it's been crazy. Uh I got a new job, a new career, so I actually start that in about 2 weeks. So I go to work right now. My current job, I already gave him my two weeks, and I'm just completely checked out. I don't want to be there anymore. And every day I go in, I'm just like, what? What? Fire me. What the fuck you going to do? Fire me. <laughs> it's, like, it's like I'm leaving already, right? So if I call out, what you going to do? Fire me? Write me up? Okay, okay, write me up. I guess that write-up will stay in my file for when I never come back here. <laughs> so uh excited about that. A lot of, lot of things going on, man. Um... A lot of things going on. I, uh, I I had sort of a thought today. And it was, I envy people who have, I'm genuinely, en- I'm genuinely, blah, shit. I am, ge- 
There goes that marble mouth. I am genuinely jealous of people and envious of people that have a passion. That have an actual passion, something that they love. Something that they, what do I say, breathe, eat, and sleep. Sleep, breathe, sleep, and eat, or whatever. I'm I'm jealous of people that have that. Um, and a passion could be anything. It could be uh, art. It could be you can be a chef. It could be cooking. It could be um, you know, a, a basketball, football, uh, anything athletic. It could it could be anything. Uh, you know, being part of the law, I guess. Um, just a passion, something they wake up and they want to do, and and you know, it doesn't hurt to get paid for it, but. I just feel like I don't have a passion. Yeah, I love podcasting. I love I love interaction. I love conversation. I love just talking shit sometimes, but who doesn't, right? Um I've you know, although I do love doing podcasts and I love talking shit and getting the word out and and kind of just saying things that are on my mind. It's just sort of therapeutic for me in a sense because I've been I've been a an introvert for 28 of my 33 years, you know, of life. So I think I'm finally getting out just all the shit that I've been holding back for those 28 years. And I, you know, I've recently just started you know, attempting to be an an, uh, an extrovert and actually do things and see people and leave the house. Uh, but it but I love podcasting but and I love talking and 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 being active on social media but it's it's not my passion you know and that's not that's not I'm not saying that to turn you guys the listeners listeners off in any way I love doing this I like doing this but just a passion you know I'm I'm envious of that of just someone who is driven to do that one thing you know artists, you know, musical artists are driven to to pump out music and uh and write and record and um athletes are just passionate and driven to work out uh and be the best. And I feel like I don't have that passion. I go to work and and this is this is like what a first world problem they call it. <laughs> it's a first world problem because I do have a career and I go to work you know, but just like everybody else, but I feel like I wish I had something that I, something that I lived for. Like if you took that away, I wouldn't, I I couldn't live. And so if you do have that, hold on to it, man, and utilize it as best as you can, because a lot of people don't have that passion and I try to find it. You know, I venture out and do different things, but I just, you know, I don't have a passion, and I don't know what that says about me. Maybe I'm dead inside. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's like that. Uh, what do they call that shit when you uh, when you play a game, the video game, and the video game looks so real, except for like the the, the characters' like eyes and like the way they talk, like their mouth movement. What do they call that? The uncanny Valley, right? Uncanny Valley. It's just like maybe like I look great outside, but I'm just dead inside. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe that's why I'm like passionless. But yeah, that that just came to my mind. Uh, I I love to try different things, but I just wish I really had that one thing that nobody could fuck with me about. You know, and you couldn't tell me you couldn't tell me anything about it because that's all I knew. So um, 
anybody uh anybody anybody out there catching on to these this whole men's romper thing uh yeah what the fuck is that first of all i never knew what a romper was i never knew the word existed i i i knew it by like eyesight so if i if i saw it on on like a woman i wouldn't know it's a romper i just know what that outfit i like i know the outfit but when <laughs> When they said that dudes are starting to wear rompers and then on on like social media they had that little fun advertisement picture with four white guys and the black guy over in a corner standing there laughing, uh, having a good time with rompers on. I'm like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> There's no way men should be wearing this shit, man. I'm sorry. Uh, fucking hashtag whatever you want, man. Hashtag save our people. Hashtag fuck this generation. Hashtag whatever, man. Uh, someone tried to tell me that they that the rompers were big for men anyway in the like early '80s. I was born in '83, so I obviously don't know. But I've never in in all my life, and I, I'm a I'm a nostalgic motherfucker. So I love like studying the '90s and studying the '80s. I've never heard anything about men wearing rompers ever. I two days ago was the first time I've ever heard or seen this. So, it is fucking news to me. Uh, <laughs> this this, ha this shit has to stop, man. This generation has to get better. And uh, I don't know if I'm part of this gen if I'm a part of this generation. I don't even know what a generation is. I think it's like maybe an overused word. But this whole new hipster weirdo kind of act, um, you know, kids born in the two thousands or whatever. Uh, or late 90s, this shit, man, you guys are killing what we knew to be culture. I mean, God. <laughs> if you want to wear, like, overalls, like a jumpsuit as a dude, wear overalls, wear a jumpsuit, man. Skinny jeans, I can understand. I hated it at first. I kind of jumped on the skinny jean bandwagon. I, I even got, like, like uh, what do they call them, joggers? I got, like, skinny joggers now. Like, I think the look is cool to wear skinny jeans, except if you're fat. If you're fat, don't wear skinny jeans. Um, but rompers, really? First of all, like, you, you have to take it off to take a shit, right? Or d does it have a zipper for you to piss? Or <laughs> So, so if, I'm, if, if I'm out and about and shit, and it's, like, maybe a McDonald's, like, and I got to, like, take a piss... Do I have to take the whole thing off, or or is that only for number two, and it has a zipper for number one? See, I'm confused, because if it's actually for women, then it wouldn't have a zipper for obvious reasons, right? So I, I'm just, I don't understand. My old brain can't comprehend this new shit. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know what's going on, but... um, Wow, rompers. Yeah, no, let's not talk about rompers. Uh, and you, you know what actually kills me, man? Uh, a little bit off topic. You know, you guys know I, I never have, like, straight facts or I never get anybody's name right. But that cop uh, in Tulsa, uh, the uh, cop in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the uh, white female cop that shot the black guy in the middle of the street or whatever, um, I don't know any of their names. I'm sorry. People always talk about being woke, right? Hashtag woke, hashtag stay woke, hashtag Black Lives Matter, hashtag they killing us, hashtag they want us gone, whatever. Whatever hashtag you want to put to be trendy. 
While y'all are out there making memes about men wearing rompers, and although memes are funny, they are, but while y'all are out there doing that, y'all state woke asses are oblivious to the fact that that cop got off for killing that guy in the middle of the street. And I get this is nothing new, and I'm not I'm not like an all lives matter. I'm not a black lives matter. I honestly don't care. Um, I'm in the middle. I it goes either way for me. But you're all stay woke, right? And and uh, white whitey one is gone, and all this other crap. But yet you you're stuck talking about men's rompers while that happened, and. That's fine because it, it's cool, you know. It's um, it's sometimes things get overlooked, and I get that. But for the people that want to be social justice, social justice warriors, uh, you you really should be paying attention to what you preach, right? So, no more of the stay woke and I'm woke because you're clearly not. You're a fake woke, <laughs> right? Uh, let's get that out there. But like I said, that was completely off topic, and that was a rant, and I apologize. Um. I at least try to make this podcast a little bit entertaining. And so I know when you get into things like politics and killing, it's not really fun to listen to. Um, and I'm, you know, I try my best. But so, yeah, that that um, men's rompers, uh, <laughs> you won't see me in one. Uh, although I do like to kind of test the waters and, and uh, kind of buy stuff that, it's not really uh, trendy, I guess. I, I'm I'm kind of like off to the side. I don't like to really go out to trendy shit. You will never see me in a romper. Um, men should not be in rompers at all. I mean, I honestly believe that men are the new women. <laughs> if we, you know, you got these rappers now, and I don't really know their names, but maybe like Little Yachty, Little Yachi, Little Scratchy. Um, I... I have no idea, honestly, what these rappers' names are, but, you know, dressing up and wearing dresses, and, uh, I, I, I don't get, I really don't understand where, where society has gone, uh, but people are out there losing their fucking mind, and it's like the end of the world, it's like the gods must be crazy, it's an old-ass movie, has nothing to do with any of this that's going on, but I just feel like that phrase just sums up today's society but men are the new women you know dressing up like women and uh you know i i don't know if it's women emasculating us or if it's men that are just getting softer on their own i i have no clue but it's just weird if you're a guy out there thinking about getting rompers, don't do it. Stop right now. Turn around. Go home. Spend your money on a nice pair of sneakers. Uh, spend your money on a cheap pair of sneakers. Take your girl out. Go finally buy your baby some diapers because you probably don't do shit for him. <laughs> do something. Anything other than buy a romper. Speaking of sneakers, I know I've been out for like maybe two weeks, two and a half weeks. Uh, but in between that time, LeVar Ball... Uh, dropped the ZO2s, which are shit sneakers. <laughs> I mean, they are Kobe's. They're basically Kobe sneakers uh, with a little bit of an upgrade. They are. It, it is 
those sneakers are horrible. But that's not even the worst part. The worst part is those sneakers are $495. Now, they're not a pair of Jordans. They're not retro Jordans. They're not a a, a pair of Nikes. They're not uh they're not uh, a top-notch New Balance uh 991s, 992s. If you don't know what the New Balance 991s and 992s are, you should check those out. One of the best sneakers ever. They're not the Back to the Future Nike sneakers where they zip themselves up. Nah. These are just basic-ass sneakers that come in a glass case with a blue light. <laughs> and they're $495. So LeVar Ball basically is uh, the, the, uh, the outspoken father of, of Lonzo Ball, who is currently in college. He plays basketball for UCLA, and he's, he's going to get drafted. Uh, at least in the top two picks in the NBA this in a few months. Um, so he's the outspoken father, and he's he you know he he says all this shit about uh about his son being being great and uh, about him Laval Ball himself being better than Jordan was, which is completely bullshit. <laughs> um, it, you know what I I don't. E- I'm not knocking his hustle. I I would never knock anybody's hustle who wants to uh, start their own business and start their own brand and company and and make their own money and create their own wealth. I would never knock anyone for doing that. The problem is, is generally when basketball sneakers are made for, they're they're made for people to purchase, yes. But in a sense, they're also made for kids that, that, uh, for kids that look up to these, uh, basketball players, you know what? I'm not going to say that. When basketball sneakers are made, of course they're made for companies to make money, but at the same time, you actually want people to buy them, right? And this guy, you know, he he comes out with a sneaker that's $495, and so people say, uh, people, you know, I've I've spoken to you know white and black people about this, but the black people say, oh. You know, he's starting something for for the black people, you know. You you support him, but you criticize Michael Jordan because people were getting killed over buying Jordan sneakers, right? Jordan sneakers are 200 bucks, easy. Uh, people wait outside Foot Locker and other sneaker stores to buy these sneakers. They, they stand online, they go in, they buy the sneaker, they come out, they get robbed, right? <laughs> so you, you blame Jordan for doing that, and you support LeVar Ball. But why? Because, one, because he's a... Because he's black? Okay. I, I, I can understand that. Support black-owned business is cool. But he's, he's, mark, he's not marketing the shoe to, to, to you. You don't have $495 to pay for a pair of sneakers. He's marketing the shoe to people who can actually afford it, right? And I know it sounds jumbled. I, I, I just don't get it. Um, it doesn't make sense to me that that this... That people... It... it I'm not mad at his hustle. I'm mad at the people that support his hustle, <laughs> if that makes sense. And I know I'm not a hater. I just feel that 400 and basically 500 bucks for a pair of sneakers that, one, are shit. And, two, your son hasn't even stepped foot in the NBA yet, and uh, you already have a pair of $500 sneakers. I mean, come on. Let, let's be real. And people are saying, he, you know, he's, he's working against the big companies like Nike and Reeboks. You're not going to take down Nike and Reeboks. And this is not, this is not a movement that other people are going to do. Um, people are always going to flock to these big brand companies. And that's not saying that you can't have your own brand, but just don't expect to push these guys to the side because you come out with one shitty shoe. It just doesn't work that way. 
keep keep doing your thing, Laval Ball. Uh, keep doing your thing, Lonzo. Hope you get drafted. I hope you don't get drafted to my Knicks, who unfortunately have the uh, the eighth or ninth pick. Dumbasses. But I will not buy your sneaker. <laughs> Now those sandals, he come, he came out with some uh, some slippers that actually look dope. But I think the slippers are like two fifty. Like, <laughs> what world is this guy living in? Where with somebody who who isn't rich is gonna pay two hundred and fifty dollars for a pair of slippers? Not even some dope Jordans. Yeah, no, nah. no, no, no. Off that, my New York Knicks have the eighth pick. I think it's the eighth or ninth pick. I think it's the eighth, which is so lame because. If they would have just lost at least like four to five more games at the end of the season, we could have been in the top five. That, and not to mention a guy that I think Phil Jackson is going after is like some Italian dude. Like, come on with this already. Uh, Knicks, <laughs> we've seen what happened when we drafted Danilo Gallinari uh, when Don Nelson was here. Like, come on. I'm not Don Nelson. When, when, uh, Shit, I can't remember the guy's name. But when the other GM from Indiana was here, it, come on. It it just this doesn't work. This doesn't work. We Car- Carmelo's my man. We need to get rid of Melo, unfortunately. Um I want him I want him to win, win a ring so bad. So if we can ship him off to a tra- the team he'd actually like to go to that has a high pick, we can ship him off with our eighth and ninth pick. Maybe we can get a high pick. And then we can build through there. But I just don't want Phil Jackson to think all of a sudden that he's some genius because he luckily got Porzingis. And now he wants to kind of do it again and see if lightning can strike twice. I don't, I, I just don't approve of that. I actually think I can run the team better than Phil Jackson. <laughs> like, like, seriously, like, uh, you know, I, I'm acting like this is NBA 2K17 and shit where I just go on and create a championship team out of nothing. I understand it's hard to do, but... Uh, this guy's supposed to be a professional. He's supposed to know what he's doing. Um, last thing he should be doing is what he's doing right now. But he fucked up my Knicks, uh, even though they've already been fucked up. So he's got another couple years on his contract. We're stuck with him, unfortunately. That's the way it goes. Also a New York Jets fan. They're not going anywhere this year either. So my year is shaping up to be shit. <laughs> but, hey, at least I got engaged and got a kid, right? I mean... I got something out of it. Um, Hey, maybe I found my passion, right? My passion is having kids. So as a black man, maybe I should just keep having more. More black kids with more white women and just become a statistic. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, It feels so good to be back and freaking talk, man. If I'm talking so fast, I always say this. If I come back from a hiatus and I'm just talking fast. It's just because I got so much shit on my mind. I'm just trying to like ramble it off. The one thing I actually did notice though is when I proposed to my girl and, and like I said we were in a rush to get the proposal out, but when I proposed to her she didn't even cry. And like which is weird because when we argue and shit she cries. And like when she's watching Grey's Anatomy she cries. And when my daughter's mother uh, gave her a present for Mother's Day, because she was an expected mother, she cried. So I'm like, cool, this shit going to go down. She going to cry. I'm, I'm good. We're going to have great sex. <laughs> nope. nope, nope, nope. She didn't cry. I don't, I don't understand. 
that's life that's a life changing moment and um she just like kind of laughed at me which is weird so <laughs> it kind of made me feel uncomfortable like okay so should, did she reluctantly say yes did she actually mean it like am i a fuck up did i do this wrong did i not do enough woman it's like that woman will have you questioning everything for the rest of your life <laughs> that saying is like when people in a relationship argue there's always no what what was it when two people are in a relationship and they argue there's always no one's always right and the other's the man <laughs> so it's like she's going to like this is just going to be it for the rest of my life i got to deal with it that's what happens when you when you uh, take the leap or the plunge as they say now she's the old ball and chain but yeah, she didn't even cry. TV shows, movies, you guys fucking lied to me. All you writers out there, you lied to me. I thought she was going to cry and she didn't. And I feel like shit for proposing. I actually want to take the ring back and just be like, uh, let's just like let's just call this a truce. <laughs> like we're just together, we're domestic partners. At some point, common law and marriage will come into effect after we've been together for so long. I don't even know what that is. I think it's like seven years or some shit. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's not like... Is common law marriage... Uh, is that still a thing? Or is it... Is it like legal in New York? Is it like a law or something? Or maybe it's just like in, in the down south places and... I'm not good with geography, so I don't know what down south is. <laughs> Besides Florida, I don't know what down south is. So, um, in Virginia, maybe is Virginia down south? I don't know. Um, but yeah, you fucking actors and everything. You lied to me. She didn't cry for shit. I'm upset about that. Makes me want to go and just annul this whole engagement. <laughs> Fuck it, I can't do that. Um, but oh man, life's good. Life's good. Uh, like I said, change the job. Everything's going great. I really always appreciate you guys listening in. It's great to get things off my chest. It's great to talk to you guys. Still looking for a couple of guests. If you want to be on a podcast, please email me at theygaveusapodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also also hit me up on Twitter at any time at T-H-Y-G-V-A-Podcast. Um, you can also always hit me up on IG or Facebook, which is the same name of the podcast. They gave us a podcast. I'm always up for talking, uh, always up for having a conversation, answering questions. Um, you guys are awesome. You help me by listening, and, and I see I see your listens and your downloads. You also help me by uh, just sort of interacting with the show. So if you can do that, that will be awesome. If not, I understand. You'll just wait for me to put out another episode, and you'll hear me blabble. Blabble. Is blabble? Blabble's not a word. I, I really don't know much. I'm always asking you guys what words... <laughs> Makes sense. Babble. That's what I meant to say. Babble. Uh, <laughs> all right. It's a pretty short episode, but um, this was great. Thanks for joining me, guys. Again, this is the They Gave Us a Podcast podcast. I think it's episode 14. I didn't say that at the beginning because I'm scatterbrained. But yeah, love you guys. Peace.